Chapter Five of Fern's Hollow. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Fern's Hollow by Hesba Stretton. Chapter Five. Miss Anne. So these the only master here said tim when he came up the hill next evening according to his promise to help stephen in his garden and i'm the missus chimed in martha but i can't say how long it may be afore we have to pack off and she gave tim a very long account of the master's visit the day before finishing a description of stephen's conduct in a tone of mingled reproach and admiration and he never said a single curse at them not when they were out of hearing exclaimed tim i couldn't answered stephen i knew what i ought to do then if i wasn't quite sure about fighting thee tim my chapter says swear not at all and let your communications be yea yea nay nay for whatsoever is more than these cometh of evil what's the meaning of that asked tim opening his eyes widely father said it meant i was to stand by my word like a man but not swear about it if i said i to mean i and if i said no to mean no and stick to it there'd be no room for telling lies i reckon said tim reflectively of course not replied stephen that it never answered down yonder said tim nodding towards the distant village i tell thee what lad i'll come and quarter with thee and help thee to be master it'd be prime only maybe the victuals wouldn't suit me last sunday afore thy father's burian we'd a dinner of duck and green peas and leg of lamb and custard puddin and ale martha doesn't get a dinner like that for thee i reckon no answered stephen shortly maybe it wouldn't suit but what more is there in thy book asked tim whose curiosity was aroused and stephen proud of his new accomplishment a rare one in those days among his own class would not lose the opportunity given him by tim's inquiry for the display of his learning he brought out his bible with alacrity and read his chapter in a loud clear sing-song tone while tim overlooked him with his red face growing redder and his eyebrows arched in amazement and martha leaning against the doorpost glanced triumphantly at his wonder already though his father had been dead only a week stephen began to miscall many of the harder words but his hearers were not critical and the performance gave unbounded satisfaction that beats me cried tim what a headpiece thee must have stephen but what does it all mean lad is it all english like how can i know answered stephen somewhat sadly there's nobody to learn me now and it's very hard there's the pharisees tim and racker i don't know who they are the conversation was stopped by martha 
suddenly starting bolt upright and dropping two or three hurried curtsies the boys looked up from their book quickly and saw a young lady passing through the wicket and coming up the garden walk with a smile upon her pleasant face as she met their gaze my boys she said in a soft kindly voice i've been sitting on the bank yonder behind your cottage and i heard one of you reading a chapter in the bible which of you was it it was him cried tim and martha together pointing at stephen and you said you had no one to teach you continued the lady now would you learn well if i promised to teach you stephen looked up speechlessly into the smiling face before him he had never read of the angels and scarcely knew that there were such beings but he felt as if this fair and sweet-looking lady with her gentle voice and the kindly eyes meeting his own was altogether of a different order to themselves i am mr wiley's niece she added and i have come to limit botfield for a while could you manage to come down to mr wiley's house sometimes for a lesson please ma'am said martha who was not afraid at all of speaking to any lady although she dare not face the master he wants to turn us out of our house and he hates stephen because he won't give it up so he wouldn't let you teach him anything then you are stephen fern said the lady i heard my uncle talking about you your father was buried at longville church on sunday i saw the funeral leave the churchyard and i looked for some of you to come in for the evening service now stephen do you tell me all about your reason for not letting my uncle buy your cottage then stephen with some hesitation and a good deal of assistance from martha told the whole history of his grandmother's settlement upon the solitary hillside only withholding the fact of his grandfather's transportation because tim was listening eagerly to every word miss anne listened too with deep attention and once or twice the tears rose to her eyes as she heard of the weary labors and watchings of the desolate woman and when stephen repeated his resolution to work hard and constantly for the maintenance of his grandfather and little nan yes i will be your friend she said reaching out her hand to him when he had finished even if my uncle is your enemy god has not given me much power but what i have i will use for you and you must go on striving to do right stephen i can't read much replied stephen anxiously and martha can't read at all but i hope we shall all get safe to heaven knowing how to read will not take us to heaven said miss anne smiling but doing the will of god from the heart and the will of god is that we should believe in the lord jesus and follow in his steps yes ma'am answered stephen my chapter says whosoever shall break one of these least commandments and shall teach men so shall be called the least in the kingdom of heaven but whosoever shall do and teach them the same shall be called great in the kingdom of heaven stephen you know your chapter well said miss anne 
i don't know anything else he answered so i'm always studying all that in my head up here and down in the pit he's always mighty solid over his work ma'am said tim pulling the front lock of his red hair as he spoke to the young lady stephen do you know that you have a namesake in the bible asked miss anne no sure exclaimed stephen eagerly it was the name of a man who had many enemies only because he loved the lord jesus and at last they hated him so much as to kill him he was the very first person who ever suffered death for the lord's sake give me your bible and i will read to you how he died miss anne's voice was very low and soft like sweet music as she read these verses and they stoned stephen calling upon god and saying lord jesus receive my spirit and he kneeled down and cried with a loud voice lord lay not this sin to their charge and when he had said this he fell asleep stephen listened breathlessly and his face glowed with intense interest but he was not a boy of ready speech and before he could utter a word tim burst in before him with a question please is there a tim in the bible he asked yes answered miss anne smiling again he was a young man who knew the bible from his youth that ain't me however said tim in a despondent tone there is nothing now to prevent you beginning to know it continued miss anne listen as stephen cannot come to me at botfield you shall meet me in the red gravel pit at nine o'clock on a sunday morning as long as the summer lasts and i will teach you all bring little nan with you stephen down the same narrow green pathway trodden by the feet of stephen's angry master and his brother the evening before they now watched the little light figure of the young lady as she slowly vanished out of their sight when the gleaming of her dress was quite lost stephen rubbed his eyes for a moment and then turned to martha and tim is she a real woman dost think he asked a real woman repeated martha rather scornfully of course she is and it's a real silk gown she had on i can tell thee spirits don't go about in silk gowns and broad daylight never as i heard tell of lad End of chapter five